Hey, what's going on, man? For some reason, I'm feeling prolific today. Today's friggin' November 30th, 2021, baby. 38 degrees outside. Going to pick up my man Sam and his buddy Jermian from uh, track practice. Proud of my kids. Both of them very uh, doing well in school and very athletic. Staying busy, you know. Better than sitting around, farting into the couch, playing fucking video games. You know, which they do anyway. Pretty sure. So, uh... <sighs> I just did fucking PF, baby. I did... 5,000 meters in a rowing machine. I had two senior citizens sit down next to me, and the guy tried to pace my ass. He's challenging me, man. Although I went for about three times the length that he did. He, for a short distance, he hung right there with me. It's a nice pace. And then they got up and did all kinds of other exercises. It's interesting. They work out together, you know, though grab a set of dumbbells and square off and do some do some exercises and they, they, they bust their ass in there man, I'm proud of them kicking ass and then, so I did 5,000 meters uh, sprint on that damn, as a challenge 5,000 meter challenge on the rowing machine that means that I set it and it'll say okay, how much, what's a challenge how about you do it in 25 minutes and sure as shit I did it 5,000 meters in 24 minutes, 24, 15, something like that, and that was pretty challenging, you know, I was, I was moving at a high rate of speed for much of that in order to, you know, come home with the the right pace, and then I would turn it up periodically just to try to, to really challenge myself, but I like the rowing machine, man, it leaves you feeling real good. I did some uh, some dumbbell exercises and some light plate exercises just to work my shoulders. Probably did some other shit. At which time I I ran into my cousin. He's he told me he was going to be coming, but I just happened to run into him. There was nobody there, man. It was great. Ran to my cousin Chris. We hung out feeling good, man, we're training, we're freaking working out now, together, and then I'm walking, I finish up, I do a, a 10 minute hydro massage, and I did a Wim Hof breathing session, two cycles, and I held my, my breath hold the second time around, I lasted about a minute and a half, so that felt good. And on the way out, the parking lot's going to get paved. So I'm walking across the parking lot. People had to, like, you know, do a little break, a little brush, climb up over these dirt mounds in order to access the lot, get to the entrance. And there's one of my friends, Kathy, one of my patients. Proud of her for going there. She's been miserable. She had been miserable over the past couple years and typically is very miserable anyway. But she likes to move. She likes to dance. She likes to goes to get two different gym memberships. Does all kinds. Does a class at the Y. Goes to play on the fitness and does stuff. And 
It's good for you, man. So I see her climbing across one of those dirt mounds. I said, hold up. She goes, oh, is that you, Dr. O? I know she thinks it's divine intervention or something like that. Because, I mean, it was probably a good, serious foot. Maybe foot and a half drop from the from the curb that they're paving around down to the actual ground. So I might have saved an ankle, sprain or break, you know, just to get back out there in the friggin' uh, back out to the car after dark. I hope she's okay. No doubt we'll have a little story time about this, but it's gonna be a nice lot when it's paved. Got my girl Momi in the back. Oh, hi, Momi. She's such a good girl. Home all day alone. She likes wagging her tail, wanting to go out. So I'm taking her out on a little ride to pick up Sam and his buddy. So that's cool. <clears throat> so it was a pretty good day. Finished up my anatomy and physiology lab instruction, at least for the time being, maybe another 15, 20 years or something, I'll revisit it, who knows, somebody might offer me a part-time teaching position from remote or something, and I could get back involved, I still teach at one institution, anyway, parting was bittersweet, you know, finishing up, they're like, Dr. Rose, we're not going to see you next semester, huh, this is the last class, I'm like, that's crazy. Warms my heart. And then many of them did very well on the final exam. Some of them are terrible. Small quantity of them are terrible. Leaving all kinds of blank answers and they can't spell shit. They can't even just try to trick me. Can't even try to blow smoke up my ass. They just don't know it. And others just, they know everything. They know fucking everything. And they write, encourage them to write it all down. So those are graded. I'm going to submit them online, submit their grades for the next couple weeks. I'm not going to have any labs, so I'll have my Tuesday afternoons open. Put a plan together for the end of the year. Kick ass and take names. Finish strong. Start my carving regimen. Catch up on some of these commissions. Let's see. I got something that I'd like to mention there. I'll tell you what. That's all positive stuff. It's kind of on a negative note. There's some miserable fucks out there, man. I know these times have been crazy and tough for all of us. There's some miserable fucks. You read some of this stuff, I know that the, the news is very angry and, and divisive and all that stuff, but it's getting, like, ridiculous, you know, I just read something where the politicians usually go after the opposite, you know, Democrats go after Republicans and vice versa, they're going after each other now within the same party, <laughs> one of them, the Marjorie Taylor Greene, that cunt, she, she calls somebody uh, the trash of the Republican Party, 
They're fighting. The Republicans fight each other. The Democrats call each other's name. You got fucking squad. That Ilion Omar or whatever, however, whatever her correct pronunciation of her first name is. Love and respect. I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. But just making an observation. You got fucking this other chick, Bobert, from Cat. She's from Rifle, Colorado. You know, she's a hard charger, you know. She's kind of a looker. Got a little bitch, resting bitch face on there. Tell you that much. She called, she said, told, telling some jokes. You're like, ah, ah, I ran into this, the, the squad in the, in the uh, elevator. And people were like, oh, there's Omar. And I was like, well, the jihad squad's here. At least she doesn't have a backpack on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? Like, we, you know, poor slobs of the world, if they act like that, you almost can't blame them. Just ignorance, chucked up to ignorance and insensitivity. You mean to tell me that you are a fucking politician? You know, and you're that, your constituents are that much of a scumbag that they encourage you to really call each other, you know, to attack people like that, attack people because they're, you know, they don't have the same religion as you. Just so insensitive, so terrible. So they're in a, they're fighting, they're in a cat fight. And then you got, uh, she said something about Pete Judd Buttigieg, uh, Mayor Pete, I guess, maybe from Wisconsin or something, Ohio, I don't fucking know. But he seems to be a smart, reasonable guy, right? Mayor Pete, now he's the Secretary of um, Transportation or something. And they were, Bobert was after him because. You know, he's a secretary of transportation, but he was on maternity leave for his partner because they just adopted children or something. And she said, ha, 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 Mayor Pete's not even, we got a shipping crisis, and where's he at? Well, he's on maternity leave. He's uh, too busy uh, chest feeding instead of, as opposed to breastfeeding. You know, kind of a funny joke, but not funny. Very insensitive going to get you in trouble at the very least, you know, so, of course, somebody got video of her telling these fucking jokes up there, talking shit, and, uh, her constituents eating it up, you know, and now there's, things are getting even worse. I mean, this is how you treat people. You got fucking, um, a Lakers game. And somebody's yelling to LeBron James because he's just dominating the game with the Pacers. He's at like 39 points or something like that. And uh, there, there's some fucking little, like little rich kids. Boy and a girl, or a young man, a young young lady. If you want to call them that. They look like their fucking parents bought their tickets. A couple thousand dollar tickets or something like that. Right, Right on the fucking... Right on the court, man. Right on the boards. And they were saying, screw, they were among those screaming jeers because, you know, they wanted their team to win so bad that they said, I hope Bronny dies in a car wreck. That's LeBron's son. So, you really hate somebody that much that you're going to say something? I mean, that's beyond going for the throat. That's like, that's some evil shit right there. Mommy, relax. Take your little face out there. Take a breath of the cool air. 
There you go, babe. I mean, you're really going to say something like that, of that magnitude? You're really going to go there? Because you would rather that your team wins the football, the uh, basketball game? It's fucking terrible, ridiculous, man. You got, you know, people going after teammates. You got fans going after everybody. You got, it's interesting. Like we talk, you hear about um, how Philly Eagles fans are so passionate. And that passion, you know, you could you could say, well, this is why. They, you know, these Pacers fans, these Eagles fans, these whoever fans, they're just so, they love their team and they just want them to win. Okay, that's fine. If you really got nothing else going on and all you care about is your team winning, you're a fucking loser. You're going to wish death upon somebody because your basketball team doesn't win or your politician doesn't win. You fucking pussy. Are you out of your mind? Have you lost your way? I'll answer that for you. Absolutely. You're fucking crazier than a shithouse rat. Why do people treat other people like this? I just told you about that angry old man. Angry old man said, he said something, he goes, you know, another thing I don't, I don't understand is these gays, they want to be married and they want to be, uh, well, way to run up on the curb, you dope. Huh, these gays, they want to be married and they want to adopt children and they want to do all this stuff. I don't get that. I, I'll never understand that. They want to, they want to, change their genders and stuff. I'm like, okay. In my day, it wasn't like that. I said, come on, sailor. A little insensitivity on my behalf. That was like, you know, a joke that little kind of uh, sibling rivalry with the Navy and the Marine Corps, or the Marine Corps Department of the Navy. Uh, some people would say, yeah, the men's branch of the Navy. Insinuating that they're, you know, sailors are weak or they're girly or they're gay or whatever. And he goes, Why? Are you talking about sailors? You know, saying like a lot of gay sailors? <laughs> Maybe it was like the cinematic depiction, like in an airplane or something like that, where the two sailors are fighting in the bar. One of them was gay. I don't even know if that's a thing, but hello, sailor. That's the thing when people say that. Anyway, I was just kind of giving, trying to give it back to him. And he goes, so, yeah, I'll tell you what. When we went on a med float in 1973, we had a couple come on ship with us. There were two, and they didn't come back. That's what do you mean. They probably didn't want to take the abuse on ship, and they, they freaking beat it in port or something like that. He goes, no, they didn't come back. I said, what do you mean? Yeah, well, they didn't make it. Like they were thrown overboard or something like that. Because that's the way it was. Why would that be the way it was? Why would you care so much that you were going to, you're going to hate somebody so much that you would be willing to, to harm them because they're different, because they have a different sexual orientation than you? What the fuck do you care? I mean, what does that say about you? That you are that susceptible, that it triggers you that much. Why does it bother people the way other people are? I, I don't understand why 
it's better to be angry and um, intolerant and insensitive and ignorant. Why do people do that? Why do they why do they think like that? It's like they feel threatened about something. tell you, people are something else. Life's a garden and I dig it. You know, I think it's a whole lot easier to just be kind to people. Right, Mommy? Mommy's not. That's one thing I'll tell you. She's not kind to people. She's mellowing out a little bit with this breast cancer that she's got. But I'll tell you what, she's doing pretty well. She's not attacking people anymore. Died some, some friggin' Anus was walking down the, the sidewalk at like 10 o'clock at night the other night. Freezing cold. The guy must have been out there getting some, stretching his legs or getting some exercise in. And I, I flashed the light because Momi's out along that sidewalk pissing and shit and smelling. I, I saw him. I said, up, up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I like kept like nervously walking. You know, I wasn't, I didn't want to fucking accost him or anything like that. I just wanted him, my dog, not to get startled and bite his ass off. But she walked right by. Scurried right by like it was nothing. Came back. Nervous, a little bit of nervous gait. She trotted down the sidewalk and let her in the house. I didn't need some, some altercation along the sidewalk, you know. It's pretty interesting. There's some freaking crazy ass people out there, though. You notice all this hate? What What are we doing with the hate, man? Maybe you don't notice it, but if you, I'll tell you what: if you read the news, it's like calling each other names. Don Jr. called LeBron the biggest. Uh, bitch in professional sports. Don Jr., you fucking turd. I'll tell you, what is kind of like, I, what I do resent is like people like that, just with big mouths, just for no reason. Don Jr., what are your, what are among your accomplishments, Don Jr., at this point, you know, you're 43 years old, I read, just a fucking mouthpiece for his dad. Talk about a bitch. Talk about a lackey. Talk about a yes man. You're just inheriting the family uh, ignorance. It's going on the offensive. Offending people. Speaking out because people don't don't cheer because LeBron said some things about his father or whatever. I don't know why LeBron keeps coming up. Everybody's got an opinion and people have the right to exercise their opinion and voice their concerns and um, tell it like it is, like how they feel it is, but, you know, there are repercussions, man, there are reverberations. Again, if it's Joe Blow down at the fucking corner pub, you know, talking shit about some waitress that 
wouldn't lay down with them. Or it's a couple ladies out shopping, talking shit or something like that. Some sort of road rage or some sort of gossip. That's that's normal. That's acceptable. At least for common folk. The poor slobs of the world. But uh, shouldn't we hold other people who are, uh, you know higher echelons of our society, should we say. Maybe we shouldn't expect more of them. I don't know. It's like showing your ass, you know. It's like, man, you gotta fucking have some self-control. You gotta have a little sense of decorum, you know. You just wonder where, you know, where it's gonna end. I mean, I read, I didn't see the details of it, but shooting in a Michigan school today, a bunch of kids dead, all kinds of horrible things happen in the world across, you know, it's almost like you can't wonder why these things occur, it's like, oh, I wonder why people are violent, I wonder why people are depressed, I wonder why people don't trust one another, because look at the way folks are acting, man, it's dumb. And I suggest you do not fall for it. You know. Just be a good person, man. Be a good steward of the community. Of your, a pillar of your community. You know, you'll find that people will treat you better if you're not an asshole. Like that guy. Where do they fucking think they're going? So fast. Going drag racing? Down friggin' Main Street Souderton or something like that? Or slow down? You know what I'm saying? I know we got some friggin' drill bits. Some fucking, look at this guy coming around on two, two wheels. Why are you doing that, man? Got friggin' minivans flying around. Wonder where the hell my son is. He's ten minutes late. Mommy's the best because she'll just pant. You know what I mean? She doesn't doesn't talk to you, doesn't talk back, doesn't argue. She always wants to go on a ride. She always got a smile on her face and a wag to her tail. That's why dogs are man's best friend. Because they just they like to hang out with you. They like to be with you. They like to be near you. Get a little pet here and there. Get a little head scratch. Give them some treats. She won't even eat. Until she goes and hangs with me. She wants until everything is settled and all the family members are home. Then she'll eat. Then she feels at peace. And every once in a while she'll get a little... Maybe she'll do a little bit of a... Uh, a labored pant. Like she's excited. Like we're not taking me to veterinarian, are you? Please. Please, no. Okay, Sam and his buddy Jermaine. Here we are. <laughs> 